0: I'm a couple minutes late because I went to put my eye drops in this morning, and I put trace mineral in my eyes. Oh shit! So my eyes start burning, and I go Jesus Christ! (laughs) And then I look at the bottle, and I put my glass kind of. Fuck! I got the wrong stuff in my eyes, so I'm staggering around trying to get to the bathroom and put a bottle in my eyes. And I thought, well what if I can't read the goddamn slides? And then I thought to myself, I can do this shit blind anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I can do this shit blind anyway. And it made me think that probably if I didn't have to look at your faces it'd be better. It'd be significantly better. You know? When I when I when I say something and I ask this question you know, I look you know, like like I'm talking Martian or something. Um last night you went out, um, uh most of you went out, a couple of you didn't. And um but um where'd you go to eat? Quay the key. The key. In Montrose. I think you went there with Angus before. Oh that's more that's more up market. It's very display. Nice it? mm-hmm. Jesus. Okay, well, I hope the food is all right. Last time I was there, the, the local drug lord. The uh, the Montrose Stroke Angus uh, guy that runs drugs here is having dinner apparently with his wife, and uh, the um, looked like a, a scene from The Godfather, except uh, the Scottish edition of that. The uh, we got a new new guy, new guy, okay, better looking guy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, we, won't, we won't tell your wife. Okay, um, so oh, excuse me. So anyway, uh, after I, I staggered around for uh, two, three minutes, and I realized that I could see again, uh, and um, then I then I got over to right away. Um, today is um, more about finance. Today's uh, about uh, more role playing. Uh, uh, today, uh, tomorrow is the um, more about. How you actually put it into practice? I'm going to give a, tomorrow a presentation both ways, where I'm the, the guy looking for money, and um, I'm the guy that's uh, the banker that is trying to keep you ostensibly from getting the money. Uh, so you can just see what it uh, should look like. Um, a f- couple of years ago, I was just reading an email from um, Bruce Whipple about two. Th- I forget what year it was. What was the year of the? Uh, 2010. 2010. October. Okay, he and Basilio Chen, uh, <coughs> the head of the Chen Dynasty, the twenty-six thousandth Chen, the rule of the world, or something like that, uh, did the role-playing. They were really good, really slick. Uh, and of course, Bruce has done it a long, long time, and so has Basilio. So, I mean, it was very good. But uh, he sent a, um, an email to say, um, uh, good, uh, good luck for the last couple days. He also sent another email and he said, um, I think I already mentioned that in the previous email, where he said that uh, Marcus has made a lot of improvement on his <laughs> role playing. Um, and he says, I assume that that's how he really talks to him in the Eastern European countries. I says, yes, that's it. That's how he really talks to them. And, and I bring this up for a reason. <clears throat> when you're in London, they're more polite. Um, same result, but more polite. When you're um Interviewing, uh, or either for somebody with on the board, or you're interviewing a financial institution because you want them to seriously consider your project. When you're um, in New York, they're not so polite. They're they're very straightforward, and the the meetings are normally shorter. Uh, When you're in California, where they the brains are too baked by the fucking sun, uh, they're normally more polite. Uh, Hey baby, how you doing? Let's do lunch, you know, uh, and they kiss you on the cheek. Uh, so it varies. In Japan, they're very polite. Uh, in um, uh, Shanghai, Beijing, they're polite, uh, short but polite. Uh, in South Africa, they're not so polite. So it varies what arena that you're in and where you're pitching. <clears throat> I have uh, very little experience other than with financial institutions. They try to get money out of me in the Philippines, so I can't really tell you. And uh, normally my answer is no. And we've already talked about when to know, when to say no. Um, but the thing that Marcus brought up yesterday, which is really critically important, <clears throat> is time's money. Time's money. And you want to be told no quickly. And um, even though that's not going to be good for your self esteem, that's not going to be good for your self image, it won't be good for your self worth and all the things we've talked about for three and a half days. In the beginning, but by the end, it will be good for your self esteem, your self image, etc., because you'll be used to taking um, the truth and candor quickly. Because at the end of the day, it's a numbers game. Getting money for your deal, getting board members, getting professional accountants and lawyers, etc., it's a numbers game. Some of you will be much better at it and be able to get it the first two or three people you talk to. Some of you won't. Some of you will have to. Uh, uh, make uh, some mistakes. As I've said before, uh, I would start with small regional firms for accounting and law firms, practice, and then work your way up to the big firms. So, whatever mistakes you made, you made it where it doesn't count too much. The alternative to that is, or not the alternative, the risk there is if you are good, then you're going to be getting a bunch of regional people to be on your dream team. But you can always change the dream team. I don't recommend it, but you can always change it. So uh, today, um, <coughs> when we were talking, as, when we finished up, we were talking about companies that started with next to nothing that were on Fortune five hundred companies, uh, Apple, Nordstrom, Dell, etc., Mattel, um, and we overestimate how much money we need to get in business. Most of the people that filled out the forms, and I'm almost done interviewing everybody now, said that they don't have enough capital or they need capital. Not everybody, but almost everybody. But the truth of the matter is, when we say that we're undercapitalized, it's not undercapitalized necessarily from the time we started the company, but it's undercapitalized because we grew uh, faster than we anticipated. So um, the uh, as I said yesterday, and have uh, I've been written up in the Financial Times and other things, I was always called Dan Dan the Money Man because I always believed. As I did when I was young, you could never have nap, never have too much sex. You could never have too much money. So I was always with my coffers full of cash because you never know what the opportunity <coughs> is going to present itself when you can do something a <coughs> little special. And that's why at the close yesterday, we were talking about Google and Microsoft and all these big companies have just huge amounts of cash, and Warren Buffett uh, and guys like that have huge amounts, amounts of cash, amounts of cash. And they used to call it the chests. I don't know if they call it that anymore. But what you want to do in the beginning is start to build up your war chest. Are there any questions about anything we've covered so far? Okay, well we're good. Okay, Aaron. Um, I, I mean, I was thinking that maybe there could be some situations when you don't want the fast no because maybe that limits a bit of conversion. Maybe you have some potential banks or finance institutions that you just want to go with them because going with them. Um, gives you better opportunities overall for the project I, I mean I can refer to, for example to high-tech project maybe if you go with some um, um, uh, I don't know some some angel uh, funds or some uh, venture capitalists that have also very good connections it's also the the, the the thing that I heard you don't want only money you want smart money yeah is that uh, sure no that's true yeah. uh, okay you want smart money and smart money. You don't just want money. You want contacts. Uh, you want to build a rapport. Because just because they tell you no the first time doesn't mean they're going to tell you no the second time. And you would rather have somebody that can do more for you than just put money in your deal. Contacts. Uh, another deal. A deal that they decided to pass on, but you could take yourself and put it in your own portfolio. But you're going to be talking to a lot of people, and you're not going to have time to romance everybody. So you're going to have to learn and choose, learn to choose, and learn again when to say no. And the um, obviously, if you were sitting down with uh, Steve Jobs when he was still alive, you know, you'd want the conversation to last as long as possible because one, you're going to learn from him; uh, you would have learned from him. Number two, he has an inordinate amount of contacts, not only through Silicon Valley but all over the world. Uh, the same with uh, many of the other people that we've named here. Um, unfortunately, those guys have the shortest time uh, fuses. As I told you a couple days ago, Bill Gates used to split his calendar, his diary, up in every six minutes. So you got six minutes. So it's not like you to you know, you can't even have two sips of coffee in six minutes. At least I can because I don't like hot coffee. I, I, I like it to cool off or tea. So um, the uh, it's going to be a, learn, a learning experience for you. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna get some scar tissue. (coughs) Those of you that don't have gray hair yet, you're gonna get some gray hair. You're gonna be nervous, and remember when you're going to see these people, dry your hands off, because the last thing they want to to, to know is, you know, when you shake hands with them and their hands, your hands wet. Because okay, what does that mean? Bobby's nervous. Is he lying? Is he gonna cheat me? Is he gonna fraud me? Etc. Etc. So dry your hands off. And I think I told you a few days ago where I canceled the meeting once because uh, not once we we're going up the elevator and the guy was I thought he was gonna have a conniption a heart attack because he was shaking <coughs> so much. Um, the uh, but Chip's right there are different horses for different courses but you're gonna to have to learn how to develop that sixth sense on your own because your anchor chairman or your dream team isn't always gonna be with you. But that's a good point. And I don't think I mentioned it before. Somebody from your dream team should be going to these financial institutions, either the accountant or the financial guy or the transaction guy, especially in the beginning, because you're not going to be, no matter how many times we go over this, and no matter no matter how many times you do role playing, you're not going to have it down uh, to the three or four or six points, because it's not three or four or five or six points, because they're going to ask you questions that you're not prepared for. Even the Germans, they're going to ask the Germans questions that they're not prepared for. Uh, and they want to see how you react. Because remember, that's the honeymoon. It's never going to get better than that. Never. And they know it, and you know it. And so if you act in an unprofessional way, or you can't answer, or you just stutter, I mean, there's so many opportunities because they've got hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people that are trying to raise finance for their transactions their dreams uh they're going to pick the guy or the gal that is the best prepared one the guy or the gal that there's some chemistry with them that they can build upon the guy or the gal that has it's their dream because i've told you many many times i would rather have a great guy or gal that believes in their dream that has just a mediocre plan than a one with a, a you know a five star plan and they don't it's not their dream it's just another deal to them it's just another deal to them any other questions okay thanks megan